Welcome to the Mach 1 Market Moment Podcast with the team at Mach 1 Financial Group. The Mach 1 Market Moment Podcast starts now. Mach 1 Market Moment coming at you once again. Walter Storholt here alongside Matt Walters, great member of the team at Mach 1 Financial Group here in Northwest Arkansas. You can find us online at mach-1financial.com. We've kicked David Lee and Kyle Alexander out of the studio, and it's the Walter Show. I've got the first name Walter. Matt has the last name Walters, so... It's the Walter Walters Show, if you will. Always enjoy getting the chance to chat with Matt here on the program. If you've got questions for us, you can always reach out to the team at 479-876-2100. 479-876-2100. Matt is a retirement income planning specialist. And Matt, we're going to put you to the test today to talk about some unique planning challenges. The situations where maybe it's not quite as common across the board, but yet we still need to put together a good financial plan for these folks. And I'm curious what happens during these different scenarios. So I've come up with a couple of different situations where maybe it's a little less than normal, less common than the average, and how you guys help people plan around these specific challenges. One that definitely comes to mind, although maybe it's more common than we think, would be when there's an age gap between two spouses. You know, one spouse is significantly older than the other. What do you guys consider when you run into a situation like that? And what do we need to be on the lookout for? Yeah, we actually do see this quite often. So this is a pretty common one. So there's a couple things we have to, we want to make sure, you know, we're taken care of. The first and foremost, and this is very, very basic, but it's vital, it's crucial that it's the first thing that we do. It's that both spouses are involved in the planning process and that if the wife is quite a bit younger than her husband, that first and foremost, she just knows what's going on. She knows what they have, what they don't have what their assets look like, what their debts look like, what life insurance is in place, what the estate planning looks like, all of those things. There's a lot that goes into this. And as we know, you know, women typically live longer than men in general anyways. So if we have this age gap of, say, 10, 15, 20 years, then the wife may be in the position of, you know, she might be around for 20, 25, 30 years longer than her husband is. So that's a long period of time to wait until the very, you know, the last year or so to try to get both people, both spouses on the same page. So we that's the first thing. Again, that's very basic, but just making sure both spouses are educated on what they have, what their accounts look like, and how to manage that and who to talk to regarding those various things. That's first and foremost. Secondly is just, you know, we're really looking at two different retirements here, potentially. And this is always specific to the situation, you know, are both spouses working? Is the husband been the primary breadwinner and are all the assets in his name? And as soon as he stops working, then they're both not going to be working. Is the wife going to continue working? If she's quite a bit younger than her husband, is there going to be that income there? So there's all different scenarios that really change this. But we're really looking at two retirement horizons here, because if the husband retires and he's, you know, considerably older than his wife, you know, we have to get him through retirement, whether she's working or not, through those later stages of his life in, you know, his 70s and 80s. If he's 15 or 20 years older than his wife, then, you know, when he's in his late 80s, she's just now in her late 60s, early 70s, right? So we have to get another individual through that 20, 25 year period of 70s and 80s and early 90s. So it does create some unique challenges, nothing that we usually can't take care of and and do well with, but there's some unique challenges and things that we want to take into consideration. One, for example, is if annuities are being used to provide a private pension plan or a lifetime income and there's this age gap, 
then, you know, seeing what our best options are for making sure that income is going to be there for the younger spouse throughout their lifetime, even after the older spouse is maybe gone. So a lot that goes in there. We do want to make sure we have the assets positioned appropriately, the income that's going to need to last quite a bit longer than it might typically if both spouses are closer in age. But with the right planning steps and, you know, taking care of these things well in advance, there's typically nothing we can't overcome or can't accomplish. But it does take some, you know, rolling up our sleeves, digging into some detail and putting a good bulletproof plan together. I think that's something really important to think about. You got an age gap. It's going to mean a little bit more massaging of that financial plan to make sure you're in good shape. We also have this situation of an early retirement, which I think a lot of people overlook the complications that come along with wanting to retire maybe in your you know 50s or even the early 60s. If it's before those traditional retirement ages, there's other little layers that get involved. Yes, absolutely. So If you're asking this question, it's a good thing, right? If someone's asking, well, can I retire early? Or I think I'm going to be able to retire early, then that's exciting. That's that's a fun conversation, typically, because it's talking about, you know, we're going to be able to meet our goals when we want to, or maybe even ahead of time, ahead of schedule. But it also, as Walter was saying, it creates some unique challenges from a retirement and income planning perspective. So we want to make sure that the assets we have, the money we have, make sure it's in the right place and it's accessible, right? If we have most of our assets in qualified accounts, for example, such as IRAs, 401ks, it's a little more difficult to get to that before the age of 59 and a half because of just the IRS guidelines. It's not that we can't. There are certain ways that we can get to it, but it's not as simple as just turning on an income or just pulling out as much money as we want on a irregular basis whenever we need it. There's some structure to it and some rules that we have to play by. So if we have some of our assets and money in places that aren't as, you know, handcuffed per se from with IRS guidelines and rules, then that creates a lot more flexibility, right? We can maybe leave the money we have in qualified plans alone until we do get to the age of 59 and a half and use assets and other sources of income until we hit that age. So there are some unique challenges and some unique things that we want to take care of. This goes a little bit back to the previous question, just from a longevity standpoint. If we're retiring early, then this also means our assets are going to have to live or last quite a bit longer than they typically would, right? If we're retiring at the age of 55 instead of 65, that's not only another 10 years of income that we have to produce, that's 10 less years of savings that we're going to have on top of that. So we might have 30 to 40 years of income that we need those assets to produce and do it on a consistent, predictable basis, you know, income that grows with inflation. So there's all these types of things that we have to take into account and we have to make that income last and produce that income for a longer period of time. So balancing that with having the assets in the right accounts and our investments in the right accounts that make it more accessible, as well as, you know, position to produce a steady stream of income for a longer period of time create some unique conversations and unique, you know, planning strategies. But again, going back to the first question with the age gap consideration, it's nothing that we can't take care of and do, but the earlier we start planning for it, the better, for sure. Age gaps, early retirement, a lot of 
I think, common scenarios between those two challenges and some of the same solutions can be effective there, it sounds like. We also have a lot of folks walk in the door sometimes, I think, Matt, with a lack of liquidity. It doesn't mean that they haven't amassed some wealth through their lives, but they have this lack of liquidity. Maybe it's because of they have a lot of real estate in their portfolio, but limited investable assets. What kind of challenge does that present you and the guys at Mach 1? Yeah, this is interesting. I actually had a gentleman call me the other day, great conversation with him, and he was asking about this exact same kind of question. He was someone, and I'll just use him as an example without mentioning any names, obviously. He was a gentleman who had had quite a bit of commercial property and had this stream of income coming off of this commercial property that he owned in retirement. He's a retired gentleman, and his question was, well, should I continue to do this and take this stream of income, or should I potentially sell the properties and you know, invest those assets and manage a portfolio that way. And I said, well, you know, we're comparing apples to oranges here, right? They're two completely different investments and it's going to completely depend on what our objective is. So typically speaking, I think a great portfolio is balanced and maybe has a little bit of both. Liquidity is a big deal, right? We want to be able to get to the money that we have. So we definitely don't want to have all of our money tied up in whatever asset it might be or investment. But, you know, cash flow real estate can do things that a general retirement portfolio can't. But it also creates some headaches and challenges that a typical retirement portfolio doesn't create as well. So a balance is good. There's no one investment vehicle, retirement account, or investment account that's going to provide you everything that you need. Typically, it's a blend. It's a combination of two or three strategies, two or three investment vehicles that really make the most sense in most situations. And oftentimes, that might be a small, you know, a little bit of real estate and cash flow real estate that's producing some income for you. But that's really what it's best at is producing that income. You know, it is much less liquid. It's going to require some capital investments and expenses put into it in the future, most likely. And those are just things that you don't really have to worry about with a typical 401k, IRA, annuity, or anything like that. So my recommendation for this type of situation would be let's figure out what blend of all the investment opportunities that we have make the most sense for you and make sure we're not trying to find all the answers with any one. A couple of great examples of the unique planning challenges that often walk into the doors of Mach 1 Financial Group in Northwest Arkansas. Age gaps, early retirements, lack of liquidity situations, and I know that this just scratches the surface. But here's the good news, Matt, and that's that these may be unique challenges on their own, but there is one commonality. Everybody's got something unique, right? Everybody that walks through the door has a unique or specific situation to them. And I think that's probably what brings you a lot of joy and a lot of fun in the planning process is no two plans are alike. Everybody needs a little bit of that customization. Absolutely. Absolutely. And that's one of the beautiful parts about being an, an independent firm here at Mach 1 is I always tell people, you know, we don't try to fit you into our box. We try to meet people where they're at figure out what their goals and desires are, what they're trying to accomplish, and then help them put together a puzzle that's going to help them accomplish those things. You know, we don't want to try to force them or fit them into a box. And being an independent firm gives us the flexibility to be able to do that. It's another great point. So if you want to meet with the Mach 1 Financial Group team here in Northwest Arkansas, it's easy to get in touch. The number is 479 
876-2100, local number 876-2100. And we're also online at mock-onefinancial.com. That's mock-onefinancial.com. Pretty easy to remember. Lots of great resources for you on the website as well. Mock-onefinancial.com. Or again, call 479-876-2100. Matt, thanks for the time today, and we'll talk to you on the next show. Thanks, Walter. This has been the Mach 1 Market Moment. For Matt Walters, I'm Walter Storhold. We'll talk to you next time. Advisory services through Capel Advisory Solutions, LLC, DBA Fusion Capital Management. Investments and or investment strategies involve risk, including the potential loss of principal. Please see full disclosures at www.mock-1financial.com.